0: Namaskar. This is Akhilesh Bhargav. Welcome to 10 Bits on Business & Finance with me. 2022 has been a turbulent, volatile and uncertain time for the global economy and for the Indian economy also. Economic growth had already receded during the past few years due to the trade wars and the geopolitical friction primarily between the US and China. And then came the Covid pandemic. The two years of the COVID onslaught have eroded growth rates as well as GDP worldwide as the world faced one COVID wave after another in different countries, in different parts of the world. The world and its economy was thus getting used to COVID as a new normal, both in terms of public health as well as in terms of restrictions, disruptions and lockdowns as we now see again in China and their impact on economic growth. As if the COVID-induced uncertainty was not enough came the Ukraine war and withered away all hopes of an early recovery in the global economy. The war has not yet ended and its end is nowhere in sight as Ukraine's determined fight back derails the blatant aggression of Vladimir Putin. The Ukraine war has fueled inflation and has brought pressures on growth again. If the COVID-era inflation build-up was due to excess money supply. This buildup of prices is because of shortage of supplies of food, metals and commodities since both Russia and Ukraine have been major exporters of wheat, edible oils, fertilizer, metals and other commodities and this war has disrupted the supplies by both of them. The Ukraine war has drastically altered the state of the economy as well as the focus of monetary policy Not just in India, but worldwide too. The recurring food and fuel shortages have pushed up inflation to multi-decade highs, even in countries like the UK and the US, which have been accustomed to low single-digit inflation rates of between 2-3%. to And they now face inflation rates upwards of 7%, which is extremely high by their standards and by their track record and history. And the war... And the increase in geopolitical friction have impacted global growth adversely again, thus nipping any nascent recovery in the bud. The inflation projections have therefore gone up and growth projections have gone down, leading to a shift in monetary policy stance from supporting and facilitating growth to managing inflation to price control. This policy shift is best evident in the Reserve Bank Governor's statement in the post-MPC meet this month as compared to his statement in February and the resultant decision of the MPC then and now. And let us have a look at it. The macroeconomic background at play in the run-up to the Governor's MPC statement on 10th of February which influenced the MPC decision in February was something as follows. The Governor said in February, that the pandemic holds the global economy hostage once again. He said that despite signs of moderation, record numbers of daily infections in several countries and consequent containment measures are denting the pace of an economic activity. He then said that with inflation at a multi-decadal high in a number of countries, the evolving macroeconomic environment is being rendered highly uncertain by divergent monetary policy intentions and actions in different countries. The Reserve Bank governor said that financial market volatility and geopolitical tensions are adding layers of ambivalence to the economic outlook. He pointed out that India is charting a different course of recovery from the rest of the world. This recovery, he said, is supported by large-scale vaccination and sustain fiscal and monetary support. The focus is on securing economic and financial conditions of the vulnerable," he said, and that the wage earners and all those who suffer the most must be protected. The Reserve Bank Governor in his February statement further said that the effort is to limit the extent of disruptions to economic activity. This is what he said. In the summation of the MPC proceedings and meeting in February this year, the factors at play during the February 2022 RBI MPC meeting, thus were the fear of another COVID surge, the fear of rising inflation, economic recovery impacting the entire economy and the globe, uncertain macro environment that was there, and volatile financial markets and geopolitical tensions. These were the primary considerations that influenced the MPC decision in February this year. There was however a drastic change in the economic environment which influenced the MPC decision in April 2022, which is this month. The considerations and reading of the current situation as per the MPC are that perhaps the pandemic is over and that it was resiliently and successfully handled, That The war has caused tectonic shifts in the global economy, that it has triggered huge challenges of shortages and deglobalization, that there is volatility in financial and commodity markets, and that India has enough buffer and reserves to weather this storm. This summation of the background is evident from the governor's MPC statement of 8th of April, when he said, That the RBI has successfully navigated through the COVID turbulence and it has responded with what he calls bold, unconventional and resolute measures to stabilize the economy through the pandemic waves. The RBI governor then says in his April statement that the global economy has seen tectonic shifts beginning 24th February with the start of the war in Europe, followed by sanctions and of course, escalating geopolitical tensions. He says that we are confronted with new but humongous challenges, which is shortages in key commodities, fractures in international financial architecture and fear of deglobalization. The governor says that extreme volatility characterizes commodity and financial markets today. He therefore says that our approach needs to be cautious but proactive in mitigating the adverse impact on India's growth on inflation and financial conditions. He says that in this situation, we are reassured by the strong buffers that we have built over the past few years, including India's large forex reserves, a significant improvement in the external sector indicators and substantial strengthening of the financial sector in the country. These are the buffers that he thinks will help India to get over this crisis, or at least mitigate it. So those were the background facts in February, and those were the background facts in April this year. It was these background facts that led the MPC in February to unanimously vote to keep the repo rate, which is the benchmark interest-setting rate of the Reserve Bank of India unchanged at 4%, and to continue with its accommodative stance as long as necessary so as to revive and sustain growth on a durable basis and to continue to mitigate the impact of COVID-19 on the economy while ensuring that inflation remains within the set target. Thus, inflation control, if you see, was not really the primary consideration in the deliberations and decisions of the February meet. Because of this, the reverse repo rate too remained unchanged at 3.35% in the February decision. The underlying assumption of Reserve Bank in February was that the Indian economy would record a growth of 7.8% in financial year 2022-23 and that the average consumer price index inflation would be at 4.5% during financial year 2022-23 which is the ongoing year now. The war has changed at all and in the April meet of the MPC the Reserve Bank has estimated India's GDP will grow by 7.2% in February in financial year 2022 23 as against its earlier estimate of 7.8% in February and that inflation will average at 5.7% during the year as against its earlier estimate of 4.5% in February. The fact is that inflation has become the key worry for the MPC and with no end of the war in sight, and inflation shooting up worldwide because of disruption and commodity shortages. Combating inflation has become the main target of the RBI and the MPC. That explains why, even though the MPC let the repo rate remain unchanged at 4%, it yet shifted its policy stance to being accommodative, but remaining focused on withdrawal of the accommodation to ensure that inflation remains within the target going forward while supporting growth. Growth has taken a backseat at the moment. It has also instituted a new standing deposit facility to start sucking out the excess liquidity from the system in order to battle inflation. It is to be noted to repeat that the focus now is inflation control and growth has taken a secondary position. The Ukraine war has significantly changed the prevailing economic environment and the resultant priorities of the MPC. If growth and recovery was the main priority earlier, it now is to battle inflation and to bring it within the mandated band of 2-6%. to The governor thus concluded by saying that the conflict in Europe now poses a new and overwhelming challenge, complicating an already uncertain global outlook. The governor said that the RBI is braced up and is prepared to defend the Indian economy with all instruments at its command. He reassuringly says that the RBI is not hostage to any rule book and that no action is off the table when the need of the hour is to safeguard the Indian economy. Even though price control is the main priority now, the governor says yet that the RISA bank is resolute on its goals of price stability, sustained growth and financial stability, which are of course all mutually reinforcing. Most experts now believe That the Reserve Bank will certainly effect a repo rate rise in its forthcoming MPC meet in June, even though something that it should have been already done by now and that the Reserve Bank is behind the curve, indicating delayed policy action on its part. In the meanwhile, if inflation shoots up beyond expectations and estimations in the month of April to mid-May, we would expect the Reserve Bank to initiate course correction and increase the repo rates without waiting for the next MPC meet in June. And that increase in the repo rates could be by as much as 50 basis points in case inflation remains stubborn and elevated amongst a continuing war which is going on because of a stubborn Putin. This is Akhilesh Bhargava signing off till we meet again. Namaskar.